Good evening. Welcome to Cone and Kruger. I'm Grant Cone. That's Larry Kruger. Brock Purdy tore the UCL in his elbow and is uh, out for six months. That's the initial prognostication. Um, the more I read into it, the more it sounds like six months could be the recovery or the rehab, and then there could be even more preparation that would be required after that. I don't know. Do you think he'll be ready to go next season? What's the fallout of this news in your mind? Oh, man, it's such a it's a huge bummer. One, um, I would say it's so interesting to me, one, how, you know, they protect the quarterback, protect the quarterback, protect the quarterback. But you want to rip the quarterback's arm out of his socket in the middle of his throw. You know, that's fine. I mean, we saw the Eagles interrupt the throwing arm of two Niner quarterbacks mid flight or mid throw. Um I, I, you can't, you cannot go forward thinking that a quarterback with this injury can be your number one quarterback next year. You at least have to hedge. You have to hedge somehow, some way. I don't know if you're hedging with Trey, hedging with a veteran, Tom Brady, uh, draft pick, but you can't go into next year and be all in on Brock Purdy, um, no, not knowing how he's going to recover from this injury. Can't. It sucks. Doesn't that suck? Oh, yeah, it sucks. It reminds really me of sucks. Reminds me of the Bowman injury in Seattle. Yeah. So no guarantee that Brock Purdy will even play next season or or be ready for week one. Good thing the Niners still have Trey Lance. And I think they could sign Tom Brady. I'm not really into it. I don't I, Tom Brady, he'll be expensive. If you sign him, can you sign a right tackle that's better than Mike McGlinchey? Can you sign a defense a nose tackle who's on par with DJ Jones? Can you sign a, a defensive end who's like D Ford. Otherwise, you're still going to get beat in the trenches by the Eagles if you face him in the NFC Championship game. And and what's Brady going to do? Throw a bunch of checkdowns at 46 years old? I don't know that that's necessarily the Trump move for the 49ers. I feel like what they could do is go with Trey, draft another quarterback. I mean, they have this Brock Purdy template. Do it again. Do that. And sur- surround him with a great team. It's and don't get him hurt. Room. It's a really young room. It is a young room. Great cap room, you know. For for cap go as far as the cap goes, it'd be great. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. You know, right now the 49ers aren't going to tell you how they really feel about. They don't tell you how they really feel about their players. They don't. You don't know how they really feel about Javon Kinlaw or Trey Lance or Jimmy Ward or you know. We suspect we know, but we don't really know. And I don't know. I don't know how they feel about Trey. They had a chance to see him a lot in training camp, right? And the preseason. Um, so they had a, they should have a pretty good idea of where his development is and how much more there is to go. Right. I'll put it this way. I don't like the idea of them signing Tom Brady. I think it would be a bad idea at this point. I liked it three years ago. That being said, me and Kyle disagree on everything. And I think he likes the idea at this point. I think Kyle Shanahan might, want Brock what based on what the way he talked about Tom Brady a few weeks ago before they played the Bucks just over the top praise and then after the game the way the players went up to Tom Brady one by one and like shook his hand and asked for autographs it almost felt like future co-workers maybe getting to know each other just in case they had to work together I think Kyle likes the idea of bringing in Tom Brady what do you think I think Kyle understands and Lynch understands that they are made men in Ninerland if they win this ring. And so that's what they're sprinting towards is winning this ring and anything at all that, 
that uh, will get them there. Therefore, and I, I don't think they would go with a young, you know, a younger quarterback or, you know, I think they were going to go with a veteran quarterback and who can they get? Well, they can get Tom Brady. I mean, it's a matter of they can't, they, they can get Jimmy Garoppolo or they could get Tom Brady. Otherwise I don't see them trading for a quarterback and uh, they've already drafted a couple quarterbacks. So, I mean, if you thought for sure that Trey was ready, then you could probably say, Hey, just go with Trey and Purdy and one, whichever guy's healthy, you'll just go with. And the other guy will be the backup. And that, that sounds good. But what if Trey's ready to play, but not ready to play? Not ready. What if he's ready to play, but not ready to win? Then what? Then I don't think, I don't see Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch sitting there absorbing a ton of losses, falling back beneath 500, taking this long range view. I think they're sprinting towards a Super Bowl and that they, they probably can see that Trey needs a large ramp up period. And I'm not sure that he's going to be here. We'll see. I mean, it's not advantageous to trade Trey. There's a big cap hit that you're going to pay if you do trade him. So you'd have to get something great coming back to make it worthwhile. I don't know if I can see that happening, but I don't know that it, the, the quarterback room is going to be Trey and Purdy and who. I mean, that third guy next year has probably got to be somebody who's pretty good, right? I would draft another quarterback whatever somewhere in the draft, I would take another quarterback. I would, I mean, Bill Walsh would just take one every year. I, I agree with that. I mean, I wouldn't resign Jimmy Garoppolo under no circumstances. Would I resign Jimmy Garoppolo? I think it's important for the Niners to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo because he divides the locker room and he is the physical embodiment of them not being quite good enough and being okay with it. He's got to go. He can't come back. Tom Brady's another issue. That's a seven-time champion, the greatest quarterback of all time, arguably. Still, he'll be 46 next year. And I'm 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 not I still if you put if you put Brady on this team with the same offensive line and put him in the NFC Championship against the Eagles at 46, I could get bad. Yeah. I could get really I could be the end of his yeah, I don't want to say it. But you know what I'm saying? It could be really bad. We saw yeah. what happened to Brock Purdy. It's a violent game. Yeah. Yeah, I, know. I don't I know. Mean, no matter who they get at quarterback, bolstering the offensive line is overdue. If they if 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 uh, Solomon Thomas wasn't such a freaking bust, they probably don't draft uh, Javon Kinlaw. But then Solomon Thomas was a bust, and they had to go for Kinlaw. They probably should have taken Werfs, but instead they took Kinlaw. Now Kinlaw's a bust. Um, so I mean, they're they're in a big they're in a tough spot. They've drafted. They've drafted inconsistently, and mm-hmm. because of it, they've had to redraft. They've had to draft for needs multiple times, and yeah. they've ignored their offensive line to the point where their offensive line is not good enough. It's it, it's it's not awful, but it's just not good enough. Their offensive line and defensive line were exposed against Philly because we were thinking about those lines, at those groups as really good, particularly the defensive line. But what they are, it's Trent Williams and some guys, and it's Nick Bosa. And some guys. That's what it is. And then you look at Philly. Like, Philly is deep on the D-line. Philly has the best center, the best right tackle, a couple good guards, and a decent left tackle. The Niners, you got to be better than Jake Brendel at center. Brendel was, I know he was a Pro Bowl alternate, but you saw the difference between him and Jason Kelsey. you got to be better than Mike McGlinchey at right tackle. I'm cool with Burford. I'm cool with Banks. Trent Williams is great. But center and right tackle, you got to be able to do better than those two guys. 
I agree. Those are I backups. Agree. They didn't move anybody out of the hole all nope. year at the center spot. And they and and McGlinchey McGlinchey is not as bad as the internet makes you think because he's, he's serviceable. had some bad moments. Yeah. Some yes. really bad moments where he's yes. lost a play. Viral. At, yeah. Viral. Yes. Yeah, viral. Viral, viral bad moments. And I think which, which, which a lot, not many offensive linemen have. Like he is like almost. The, he's like, man, how did you end up off your feet? Three. Like, how did this happen? Yeah, but okay, Micah Parsons. How did this happen? Yeah, 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 yeah. But overall, he grades he's out fine. decently. He's he fine. He would be fine if his price tag wasn't so high. But now his price tag is, is going to be too high, so he's going to be out of there. Mayoko is saying Colton McKivitz. They may have him penciled in as the starter at right tackle. You're gonna have a downgrade for Mike McGlinchey? Oh come on! I, I oh come on! I don't think it's a downgrade as much as a lateral move, but I don't. At least he's cheaper. At least he's a, it. it's a cheap lateral move, is what it is. To be yeah. fair, it's a cheap well, lateral I, move. It, it, I think it's more lateral. I'd like to get a. I, I would splurge. You're not spending a quarterback. Get a good off because again, Burford, this Burford, this is all about beating Philly. It's all about beating Philly next year. Yeah. Philly has Hassan Reddick coming off. That side, like, what are you gonna? Is is the answer? You're, you know, Tyler Croft. No, is it Michael Lynch? No, I don't know. No, I mean, I'll say this: you make a good point on Philly. Look at the NFC. If mm-hmm. the 49ers want to go to the Super Bowl, they better think about Philly all year because that's Philly's it. Philly's the only team standing between the 49ers. They own everyone else. And, yeah, the the Niners are gonna live in the Super Bowl over the next five or six years. Or Philly is exactly yes. So and Philly, you could argue like this was was their best year. They have a bunch of free agents. Jalen Hurst is going to get extended. Now that won't kick in for a couple years, but eventually they're going to be a team that wins ten games a year and loses in the first round of the playoffs. And like starting in like maybe three years. So in the next three years, it's going to be a crazy battle between them and the Niners. And it's just I can't get over the fact that Brock Purdy is. I can't get over that 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 happened. I can't get over that he's hurt. They had a guy that was perfect for them, and they messed it up. They messed it up, Larry. And when I say oh. they, I mean Kyle. What is his middle name? When, you, when someone gets in trouble, you got to call him by their middle name. Kyle Franklin Shanahan. What is his middle I, I want to know. I, I, all I'll say about, about um, this is what happened. I don't blame Shanahan. Kyle Michael Shanahan. I don't blame Michael. Shanahan for Brock Purdy getting killed. I would br- I would blame Lynch over I would blame Shanahan. Um, they made a decision here to to you know go with with uh, Solomon Thomas in a, in the top five and it and it backfired. So then they get in the draft where they should have taken an offensive tackle Tristan Wirfs and they took Kinlaw, but Kinlaw's a bust and Solomon's mm-hmm. a bust and now two busts at tackle defensive tackle are making it so that you don't have a good enough offensive line. So they don't. They, Fair enough. They've been trying to, you know, re-correct their drafting mistakes, and it's prevented them from drafting good offensive linemen. Their their O line's got a great left tackle, uh, I think a really solid left guard. Yeah. And then the center could be upgraded. The right guard I really like. But, Promising. But he's. But you know, can you can you get another right guard and kick Burford out to right tackle like he played at Texas San Antonio? I don't think so. I, I think he doesn't have uh, a goodness. I, stick, I can't stick with him at guard. Yeah, I stick with him at yeah, guard. He's a guard. So yeah. they need a right tackle, and they need a center. And they had a good one last year in Mac at center. And, and I'm not saying Brendel's horrendous, um, but 
if you're gonna have Brock Purdy, no, he's not horrendous, and neither is McGlinchey. But you got to upgrade. You got they've got to they've got to get a two really good offensive linemen in this offseason. Because otherwise, if you don't change your offense, if you just swap out McGlinchey for McKivitz, you're still going to get owned by the Eagles in the NFC Championship game in the line of scrimmage. Like that's not going to tip the scales. You got to tip the scales here because they. But say I play, what you want about the quarterback Lynch. position. You got whooped in the trenches. Whooped in the trenches. But I blame Lynch more for not having the players than I have like Shan. I it doesn't bother me that Croft was left to bob to block uh, Son Reddick. That. That sometimes happens in the play-action game where you're going to ask a guy to block somebody who's better than him. And if he had whiffed, he would have whiffed inside. He did what he's coached to do on that play, which is block, release him to the outside if you have to, but don't release him to the inside. If you're going to fall off the block, make sure he falls off to the outside. He did. Purdy held the ball a little too long there. And you've got to know that you've got Croft on Reddick. You have to know that. So, uh, you know, I, I kind of Larry, 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 I 100% disagree with you. Croft should never be on Reddick. Ever. Ever. That happens. It's Reddick. Here, I'll tell you something. It, would, 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 do you ever see teams put a backup tight end on Nick Bosa and say, hey, it's play, hey, it's play action. Go get him, buddy. No. Did you see the Niners do that with Micah Parson the week before? The week before? No. Hassan Reddick's just as good. But you, we don't have to agree on this. I just, that's how I feel. I feel very strongly that that well, was I mean, a I mean, really bad matchup. But it, to me, it's more about that Croft didn't hold that block, and you need a. I'm not surprised. Tight end. I mean, I'm not surprised. Team, what this team has at tight end is an is a number one tight end in George Kittle, and then three number three tight ends or four tight ends. They don't have a number two tight end. They they need a number two tight end. That's one of their needs. And if you're gonna play, if you're gonna if you're gonna run play action. And yep. you're gonna use your tight end as much, and you're gonna go two tight ends as much you as you got to be better than Croft. Got to be better than Croft. Got to be better than what they got. I'm with you on that. Did you see the quote that Reddick had after the game about this play? You see that? No, no. Someone asked him, "Hey, what were you thinking when uh, you saw uh, Tyler Croft between you and Brock Purdy?" He said, "Oh man, really bad things." That's what he said. Yeah. Sorry. He's had a great year. He's had a great. He's year. really good. And you know the Niners hadn't faced him yet, and he really wrecked that game like in the first quarter. Hassan Reddick, good player. Awesome. But you know, but once again, though, okay, and this is not this is not sour grapes or you know crying about anything. But if you're going to be the NFL and you really are going to take care of quarterbacks to the point where you can't bounce on them, you can't hit them in the head, you can't go beneath the knee, you might as well add you can't you know dislocate their elbow on their throwing motion. I mean, seriously. So so if if uh, Brock Purdy ran from the pocket, slid down, and took a hit after he slid down. That's an automatic personal foul, 15-yard penalty. But Reddick can peel the corner and detonate on the guy's throwing shoulder. In As he's throwing it, he can pull the guy's arm back, literally pull the arm out of the socket if you want, and that's not a penalty. I mean, I don't just, know. Don't you see defensive linemen put their hands up every play? Taking care of the quarterback. Are we taking care of the quarterback? If we're taking care of the quarterback, let's take care of the quarterback. If we're Kyle is it? Kyle sure is it. Is Kyle, is Kyle going to say, "Hey, I, I need a rule change to take care of the quarterback because I can't do it, and I don't feel like doing it"? Change the rules. 
You get, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's just I don't know. I'm just mad that Brock Purdy's hurt. We're going to talk about Kyle next. Let's answer some questions. Well, there's also going to be the NFL's getting – you know that rule's coming. They're going to bring back the third quarterback. You know they are. As a direct result of this game. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like Kyle. The, <laughs> they have to change rules for you. Okay. Adam says, Grant, you missed my super chat with Ryan. I'm sorry about that. What happens is I think – it was a 30-second delay between us streaming and people watching. And so every time when I'm like, all right, the show's over, the show's over, people like send in super chats. And there's always that one guy at the end that gets in right as I'm leaving. I'm like, oh, I just stole $10 from dude. So Adam, I'm really sorry. If you want to like write in your comment again for free, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll find it. it. Happens. Dominic says, what do you think they're going to do next year? What you think they're going to do next year in general? Tell Dominic what the <laughs> They're going to win. Yeah. They're going to win a lot of fucking games. Why? Because the conference is garbage. I mean, look at the rest of the conference. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a two-team conference. It's yeah. a two-team conference. It, it, it's a two-team conference? It's a two-team conference. It really is. Adam Gardner says, anyways, I don't care what anyone tells you. I had this injury. It's 12 to 18 months. You would rather have a full tear and attached to the bone than a partial tear. It takes longer to heal a, pul- a partial. That sucks. Is that it a sucks. partial tear or a full tear? I thought it was a full tear. They says a full tear. They said it's a full tear. And he's getting a second opinion. I don't know. Grant, where's your fade? Shaking my shaking my head. I just got back from Philly. That's that's a I, I'm that's on the agenda for this week. Get my haircut. <laughs> Once you go fade, you really have to commit to like a haircut every two weeks. Brady tends to be a magnet for other good players. That is true. Is he still though? Gronkowski bailed. Bad this year. He had twenty five. Wasn't it twenty five? He had no run game too. He had no run game. He led the league in everything. Yeah, it's true. Bobby D says JJ showed us that BP had some legit magic. It's not Kyle Shanahan's system. If BP can't play, uh, sign TB twelve for one year, win a damn Super Bowl, let BP and Trey Lance battle it out in twenty twenty four. Trey Lance, if Trey Lance is still here and has yet to play, going into twenty twenty four, he ought to file a lawsuit. Because, I mean, that's just ridiculous. He needs to play. That's – by the way, isn't aren't we getting close to the Trey Lance uh, trade demand if you go after Brady or – No. Or, no, he's Jordan Love. He has, he, has no, he has zero leverage. He has, unfortunately, he has zero, zero leverage. But I what I'm saying – He's going to want out? Of course, but he's Jordan Love. The Niners – he has no leverage. What has he done? He hasn't done anything to be able to have that kind of leverage. What was I going to say? Uh, oh, with, with Brady. Again, I don't think that necessarily just adding Brady on. What's Brady, what would Brady cost? Well, that that's the thing. Um, you know, the starting quarterbacks go now. The top He's of not the signing a one-year deal. Is $40 million. Yeah, he's going to sign like a two-year deal for like $70 million, $80 million. Like that. So that's, that's your move. I don't the, know the, about that. Don't you think okay. he wants to be here? Well, okay, well, let me ask you this. What price tag? Would the Niners be interested in him? Yeah, I, I would say probably 18 to 22. Okay, but again, if that's your move and you can't add a right tackle, nose ta- tackle, and D-end, I don't think you're beating Philly because what's he going to do? He's going to throw a bunch of check down passes or get sacked. And that's not going to beat Philly. you got to win the, the line of scrimmage. against. you got to win at least compete in the trenches, and Brady doesn't help that. So... That's why I'm against it. We don't know. That's the one thing with Brady is that he's made so much money. We have no idea what he's willing to play for. It's a good point. It's worth a conversation. Let's also throw this out. Tom Brady's desire to play for the Niners is all tied to 
Um, he wants yeah. to be popular after his career. His popularity goes up exponentially the less money he takes to come here. What? Hey, if he wants to play for free, he, hey, hey, sign him up. James says, how has Brock Purdy's injury damaged NFL viewership and interest? I don't see it. But I do feel like the Niners having to play a half of football with no quarterback, man, that was an easy game to turn off for like the whole country. Why would you watch that? What were the ratings in that game? They they weren't as good as they would have been. Nope. I I bet they, as soon as Josh Johnson came in the game, I bet people were like, you know what? I got things to do. I'm going to go fold my socks. Darian says they need to get rid of Kinlaw and his old man quickness. Dude is so stiff. He has rigor. I'd keep Trey and Purdy draft OL linebacker at TD tight end. They need a nose tackle. Thanks, Darian. What happened to Kinlaw in this game? Yeah, that was bad. Kinlaw. I know you don't like to bang on Kinlaw. I know you guys have history. I like Kinlaw, and I've done some interviews with him, and he's been very interesting. What was more interesting was how badly he's played this year. He does. He has no quietly. I didn't want to say it, but their run defense kind of fell apart when he came back. When he, he came back, he got he got. They started giving up hundred plus yards a game. As somebody was saying today on Twitter, he got kicked out of the club. I mean, he was just ejected from. I mean, he finally. I mean, they finally went up against a really good offensive line, and that's the best offensive line in the league, to Philly's credit. But that's the team you got to go through, and they exposed who's real and who's not. So right now, I mean, Armstead played well, but it'd be nice if he could like do a little more because he's going to be very expensive next year. Bosa, what happened to Bosa down the stretch, Larry? Was he tired? I think he might have been dinged up. I mean, I think he might have been dinged up because Hassan Reddick was the guy. Parsons was better than him. Reddick was better than him. But not a month ago. Like, Bosa was the guy in every game. Not the, the last, last month. Bosa, what, what week was it the last time Bosa actually beat the tackle to the edge? I'm not talking about bull rushing, and I'm not talking about covered sacks, and I'm not talking about second reaction plays. I'm talking about dip the shoulder, yep. flatten to the quarterback, and just beat the tackle out of his stance and get to the quarterback. You tell Parsons me. did it. You tell me. Reddick did it. Bosa didn't do it. You tell me. And then they're gonna make. They're gonna give him Probably quarterback five money. Weeks ago. They're gonna give him quarterback money, man. I mean, I'm uneasy about it. I'm uneasy. He'll stay it. healthy. Hi, Grant. What do you think? Uh, what do you think is the risk that Purdy's arm won't be the same ever again? I I don't know, but I guess I'm worried, like you are, that there's a possibility that could happen. Yeah. We were all banking that it would get stronger. Now it's right. like, is it going to get weaker? That's not good. That's not Hope, good. Hopefully that's not what happened. What, what a, for the love of God, let Larry finish. No, Larry, you don't get to talk <laughs> on my show. Sorry. I'm sorry. I got excited. <laughs> Kyle Michael Martz Shanahan. Ooh, that is harsh. Hey, Mike Martz won a uh, Super Bowl, though. Niners are built like that guy who skips leg day. I hit legs day. I tried to. <laughs> The, the curls, nothing but curls. Niners slowly bled out and died on national TV. Man, that's vivid. That's vivid. It was the worst game I'd ever seen because it was the it was ratio bad. of plays to the end of the game. I, when the game was decided to the number of plays you were forced to watch afterwards, I've never watched a football game where the where the game was decided earlier. Yeah, it no, it was over in after the first two series of the game. Over. How, how much have I missed? Ah, uh, not that much. Dominic says hi. hi you Dominic. miss Dominic saying hi. Uh, pfft, fish and chips. 
Reddick surprised uh, meeting no TD T over him in season. Well, I mean, he, was, he, he has 19 and a half sacks. Instead of Tyler Croft, why not use an extra lineman like Jalen Moore or McKivitz? Also, what tackles can we get since we don't have any good picks? Okay, so from Kyle's perspective, he wants to have Croft on Reddick because he thinks that sells the play action. It makes it look more like a run play. I guess. And like right. from Kyle's perspective, like right. it's you such a ridiculous. You have to have the you can't just otherwise you just put, go jumbo. Just put right. another old lineman out there. Right. Right. Grant, you're killing it. Man, you're killing it. Dave, Ominous24 says, only Kyle does his dumb stuff. Did you see Jack Stoll singled up on Bosa? Me neither. All your plays suck, man. Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the protections. The plays are good. Hitting the throwing arm can be the difference between a fumble and an incomplete pass, though. Yeah, to me, that's football. But again, I guess so many football plays have been legislated out of the game. When do they stop? Robert Rathman says, Larry's the man. Bring back Tom Rathman, RB coach. What, was his son, maybe? Was his son? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Samuel Coster. <laughs> Thanks for being a member. Trey is QB1. We didn't really talk about Trey very much. Well, I guess we did. Same questions, right? Is he ready to lead this team where he needs well, to he's go? Just, he's not ready. I mean, I think we already saw. Though, uh, yeah. Either he's not ready or Shanahan has misgaged his skill set completely. Right? What I will say, though, is that the Niners basically – skip preseason and they all look bad on offense in the first six seven weeks of the season trey's best performance came week six seventeen last year you know maybe if he actually can if the niners can keep him healthy long enough to get him into the second half of the season he would hit his stride along right when the rest of the offense hits their stride possible or not we'll see larry seems skeptical well I, I, i'm gonna say i'll say this there's so many nuances to the quarterback position that Trey has not demonstrated yet that to think that suddenly he's just going to show up in camp and have all these nuances down. It's just not plausible. I, I like Trey as a prospect, but it's a long range view. I just thought he played so well against the Texans in his rookie year in a must have a game uh, against a team that had just made Justin Herbert look not so great that I feel like maybe part of the struggles on offense this year were, the entire offense, and not just him. Because to their own admission, they don't even know who they are on offense until the bye week. That's what I said. He just throws a really uncatchable rocket wobbler. His ball bothers me. Eh, I'm okay with it. <laughs> Carson Taylor says, The day we lost D-Buck, we went so far back, we still haven't recovered. D-Buck took us to the Super Bowl. we only been in the NFC Championship without him thoughts. You don't, here, I'll say this loud and clear for the people in the back. You don't trade defensive linemen who draw double teams consistently, ever. Yeah. He was also the leader of the defense. He was the leader of the defense. He was. Not Armstead. That move has. Not Armstead. Not Bosa. Buckner. It was a mistake. Yeah. Can't buy Brady. Still need to sign Bosa. No money left, says Samuel. Well, you don't know. Brady could come here for ten million bucks if he wants. They might be able to figure that out. The Niners are going to go fifteen and two, says Dominic Hewlett. That's the goal. That should be their goal next year. Be pissed. Feel like you got robbed. Come back and and have like the the chip on on your shoulder that the nineteen eighty four Niners had, where they went eighteen and one. Just come into the season ready to go. Unlike the last two seasons, that's a you, the goal is to host the NFC Championship game. Host it. This is not the NBA playoffs, 
and you're not the Warriors. You can't win a title out of any spot. You nope. need that one seed if you can. You do. Get it. You, you got to hit the ground. I agree completely. You have yeah. to hit the ground running week one. No more yeah. easing into it. Yeah. No, there's no there's no ramp up. There's no light switch. I feel like the Niners have almost talked themselves into, this is how we're going to do it. No. Fuck that. They even were saying shit at the end like, uh, we don't even want a week off. I don't even think we'd want a bye week. Like, really? Are you, you kidding? You want a bye week. You want a bye week. Yeah. Look at the difference. Stunner two times says it was torture watching Kyle call handoffs for a whole two quarters. Yeah, I, I've never seen anything like that in an NFL game, let alone college. And shame on the people who said that Brock Purdy's a pussy for not coming back in. Those people really need to check themselves. Yeah, I understand. Like, fans get emotional and they drink and they say stuff they shouldn't say. But at the same time, like, don't do that don't because do that. you're not in that person's body. You have no idea what the extent of the injury is. Um, yeah, and you're a, saying a learn, it while you're learning in experience. Yeah, and, don't know, do it. In sweats. Learning uh, experience. In front of your, front of your yeah. candy 5,000. Learning experience, oh. but yeah, don't do that. Yib says, so many fans satisfied right now. I hate it. Super Bowl is the only goal. These windows are short. We have to pay some players. Primes don't last forever for our stars. I'm not happy. No one should be. To me, it's I another agree. missed opportunity. And and Purdy's jeopardized for next season? Like, that's awful. That's freaking awful. Okay, hold on. Uh, we're going to come back to some more comments in a minute, but I want to keep going. I want to reassess Kyle Shanahan. We do it all the time. But he had a 12-game winning streak, and we said so many nice things about him. But at the end of the season, this year was a lot like last year. Started slow, got hot, lost in the NFC Championship game, and it's a weird feeling. Was it a good year? Was it a successful year? Was it a missed opportunity? How do you feel about Kyle Shanahan, given how this particular season ended after how the last few seasons ended? Well, I mean, I think you have, you got to have perspective in these situations. I know it's hard because it's an emotional game, and we just all saw it. But they have, they have, you know, first of all, this idea that you would fire him is ludicrous. He's accomplished way, way too much. The team has accomplished way too much. Um, but I'm not. But but I. But but if you're one of these people that says he's unassailable and you can't criticize him and that. There's no criticism that's warranted, and you're just always going to fall back on, you think you know more football than Kyle Shanahan? I mean, that's also weak and lame. So I, I personally, where am I with it? I think that I think that Kyle Shanahan is a really outstanding play caller, play sequencer. To this point, I'm, I'm, I, I haven't seen him develop a quarterback, so I don't mm. think he's like Mike Holmgren or Bill Walsh. And he's like a quarterback, you know, whisperer developer. I haven't seen any real development of his quarterbacks. I think he's a great play caller. Um, and I think he calls he he's got a great fusion, you know, run pass fusion in the in the in the play action game. But I don't think he's a personnel guy. Um, I'm pretty sure he's not. I think probably if we really had all the information, you could trace down many of their swings and misses at the top of the draft to his whims and his his uh, personnel evaluation thoughts. So I don't think he's an evaluator. I don't think he's an incredible quarterback coach. I think he's really a, a, a cool guy who's a who's an offensive coordinator who just happens to be the head coach. Now, 
I do talk to the players every week. He's very popular with the players. He's very, um, they believe wholeheartedly in Kyle. And Grant, that's a huge part of the equation is there's so many rooms where the guys don't believe. So he has their belief and that's really powerful. But, um, you know, they, enough. They, they haven't had, I think he's, I, I don't think he's had the quarterback up till now. Um, and, and I think that's a big part of it. I think that's a big part of it. His, as far as his San Francisco tenure, I don't think he's had a quarterback that he could trust and that was worthy of trusting until this year. Let's slow down for a second, Larry. I'm concerned about, I'm very concerned about Kyle. We've seen him for a long time. He's been in the playoffs multiple times and the way he loses, like let's, let's forget Brock Purdy for a second. Let's go to the, the, the series before then when he was on defense and he didn't challenge that fourth and three. Like that was the game right there. And I don't understand how he does that in the in the NFC championship game. It seems like no matter how well he's coaching, when it comes down to the NFC championship game or Super Bowl, you can count on him to do something like this. And it's like frankly, this is the kind of way we talked about Jimmy Garoppolo. You could say, like, look, he could have the greatest October, the greatest November. I'm still betting against him in January. He's going to find some weird thing to do that's going to ruin this season. And he would. And it's like, is Kyle different? He finds amazing ways to lose games with great teams. And so, like, yeah, he's good. But, like, is he ever going to get over the hump? If if you had to bet money, do you think he's ever going to win a Super Bowl with the 49ers? What do you think? I do. I do think he will. But I, I hear the frustration, and I understand. It's a fair question, right? He, it's a fair he question. Blew that call. And yes. It wasn't one indication. There was two. The ball. You had a you had a Fonga saying it was incomplete, um, and then you had a wide receiver who was involved in the play sprinting to the line of scrimmage. That's two indications that 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 ball wasn't caught. And you got to throw the challenge flag there. Yep. I don't care if it's the first play of the game. It happened to be the sixth offensive play of the game that Brock went out. So this was what? This was five plays earlier. This is like the third or fourth play of the game. But you got to be ready when, when the game starts. I talked to Steve Young on Friday. I said, Steve, what advice would you have for Brock? Mm. And his advice was these games go by in the blink of an eye. And there's yeah. a ton of everything going on. So be ready at the start of the game. Yep. And I just felt like if that advice had been for Kyle and <laughs> not for Brock, it would like have that. been apropos, would have been fitting. I like that. Because Kyle Because that game got away from them immediately. They it got away immediately. Immediately. I don't think yeah. he was comfortable uh you know going investing his risking his timeout that early into the game. But you don't get to write the script. Thank the script you. sometimes writes you. itself and yep. you have to react. That's why Gabe Kapler isn't Bruce yep. Bochy because Bruce Bochy watches the game and reacts in real time. That's poise. Kapler is looking at crib notes. That's poise. And I think Shanahan in this situation, in his instinct told him, we're not going to waste a timeout here. The game just started. I may need that. But this was a pivotal play. And yeah. ultimately, he's the fine. He's the buck stops with Kyle. And and if there were no indications, that'd be one thing. 
but you got a defensive back who sent, who's calling incomplete, and then you have a wide receiver running to the line of scrimmage. Right he, then, you've got two indications that flag's got to be thrown. Or call timeout. Got to be fl- thrown. Or call right timeout. Or call timeout and be like, we, we want to see, we want to see a replay. There were two yeah. challenges that both went yeah. against the Niners. There was yeah. that one, and then there was the Sirianni that led to a fumble. Um, I mean, I thought the refs were awful in this game because also on the Josh Johnson fumble, the 49ers had a false start that would should have killed that play, and instead. It was a turnover and no false start on the Niners. So even in a situation where the calls went in their favor, it wound up burning them. But yeah, Let me Kyle t- had to be on his game immediately off the off the off the start of the game. And I don't know if he couldn't believe that a play of that magnitude would happen that early in a football game. But you gotta you had multiple indications and you didn't throw the flag and you gotta own that one. You gotta wear that one. Yeah, and to me, that's him. You know his brain locking up. That's just him kind of choking at a critical moment. But that's not why I'm most, that's not what I'm most concerned about with him. To me, what I'm most concerned about is the quarterback injury thing. I feel like we've seen six years of him. He's only made it through one season with a quarterback not getting hurt. And this year, four quarterbacks got injured, which has to be a record. And the question is why? Is it the offensive line's fault? I don't think so. I mean, one quarterback got hurt in a freaking running play running between the tackles. One quarterback got hurt on a free rusher that came in and there was no hot route. Of it. That was schematic. And then this one was a tight end who couldn't block Hassan Reddick. So to me, what Kyle is, he you said, you said a minute ago, he's a great play caller and sequencer. I want to be specific there. To me, he's great at pass patterns. He's great at uh, route combinations. He's great at run blocking angles. He's great at pre-snap motion, all the flashy shit. You know what I mean? All the shit that you can point to on the film and be like, look at that. He's all, the guy's open downfield. Oh my God, look at that blocking angle. Oh my, look at this motion. Pass protection isn't sexy. No one's going to say, oh my God, look at how they picked up that blitz. It's not sexy. It doesn't feed his ego. And so he's just not freaking interested. And he says stuff like, well, you know, Tyler Croft should be able to block Hassan Reddick. In what universe? No, no. But in Kyle's mind, hey, I'm looking downfield. Brandon Ayuk was open. So what Kyle does is instead of actually taking responsibility for protection, he just says, well, the quarterback should have stepped up. And in the, in the process, he's on his seventh quarterback in seven years. He's gone through six and six years, Larry. Six. I, I, look it, I look at it this way. You're making decisions at the end of camp. Look at their, look at their tight ends. Kittle's a blocker and a receiver. He's both. Dwelly's just a receiver. I think Croft is is a just a passable he's nothing. blocker. He's just a receiver. Yeah. He's not an elite player. He's but nothing. He's a receiver. Yeah. Charlie Warner is a blocker, but he's not a real powerhouse blocker. He's more of a tenacious tryhard blocker. How about invest one of your four tight end spots in a real legitimate Jamie Williams type blocker? You know, how many tight ends have the Niners drafted since Kyle got here? Three? Two? I mean, I, I got to see somebody who can move somebody yeah. at the line of scrimmage or who can yeah. stand up. Um, and if, you know, the, this is the one thing about this one play, though, with, with Reddick. It's like, if you're good, you, you're going to have to use guys like receivers and, and uh, receiving tight ends, sometimes second tight ends. As blockers, you're not always going to be able to go big people and put 
put somebody and have a mismatch in front of them. There's sometimes you're going to have to ask a guy to, to hold on for dear life. But I mean, the one thing, the other thing is that when you watch Bosa, when get, when Bosa burns a guy, they just tackle him. When the yeah. Niner guys get burned, they just let him on through. I would have grabbed his leg, go to the next play. Don't give, don't give somebody a run. You don't want to give any defensive lineman a running start at your quarterback. I would much rather trade that for a holding penalty. I got one more question on Kyle before we move on. You said a minute ago you you are confident he's going to win a Super Bowl with the 49ers. I am. Is that going to be because he looks in the mirror, swallows his pride, and makes a few adjustments and improvements, or he sticks with, with his sticks to his guns, doubles down, and eventually gets some better luck? I think it's going to be the combination of personnel and quarterback. I think he's got the quarterback now, and if he brings in a guy like Brady, I think Brady would obviously be a great quarterback for them. But even if he if if Brock Purdy if he waits for Brock Purdy to get healthy, I think he's got the he's got the guy. Steve Young said it Friday night. He said Kyle has been searching this entire time for the guy who can process what he sees mm-hmm. at the line of scrimmage. He mm-hmm. finally has that in Brock Purdy. Now he's got to combine that with with athletes at the at the weapon spots, athletes on defense and an offensive line and they're not there. They're they they're they have one they they've one open spot on their defensive line. Kinlaw was destroyed. You can't win a Super Bowl with Javon Kinlaw as a starting defensive tackle. I'm convinced of it. And I don't think their offensive line is good enough. The rest of the athletes on defense are good enough. The rest of the weapons are good enough. The quarterback if healthy is good enough, but they don't have a complete offensive or defensive line, and they and they is the head coach good enough? I think the head Let coach me, is good enough. I, really I feel like there's so many examples of good coach personnel. I think, and then I'm not blaming Lynch as much. Personnel. This is about lack of personnel. Kinlaw lack got of personnel. Destroyed. Brendel was a street free agent. Um, uh, McGlinchey was lacking. They need better players on their on both sides of the line of scrimmage, and I think another significant corner piece, whether that's Mosley coming back or somebody in the draft or free agency. They need another corner. They need a defensive tackle. They need a couple of really okay. good offensive linemen. And I think with this quarterback and the rest of the equation, they could win a Super Bowl. But I thought Kyle Shanahan was the coach of the year. Like, he needs he needs a Pro Bowl team. He needs no weaknesses. He needs the best roster. He has the second best roster in the league. He needs the best roster the in the league. They went to the NFC Championship last year. They had a right side of their line was Brunskill and Compton. Yeah, but I mean, like at a certain point, into this from the Super Bowl with Mister Irrelevant. Hold on, is he Mister Irrelevant or and QB three, or is he Brock Purdy, a top ten quarterback in the league? What what are we doing here? Brock Purdy, but I'm just saying, you are what you are, and he was drafted in the seventh round. He also was their third quarterback. Their one win away. He's their best quarterback, though. He's their best quarterback, though. Right. I guess in one way you could blame Kyle for not putting his best quarterback out there. Yeah. Week one, yes. But I mean, I'm saying, like, what are you looking at, man? You're the genius. You're the you're the expert, not me. Not, Larry, Larry had a better sense of who the best quarterback on the team was than Kyle Shanahan. Larry did. Larry Kruger, everyone. Larry, he had it. Kyle had to figure it out late. It almost felt like Kyle stumbled into it. There had to be two injuries for Kyle to figure it out. Two. I two. Don't I don't. I don't know how Kyle exactly thought of Brock, but at least I'll say this. He looked at his owner and said, you invested, or I invested, 
two point whatever million in Nate Sudfeld. And guess what? I'm kicking Nate Sudfeld to the curb. So at some point before cutdown date, bra- uh, Kyle saw something uh, enough to tell Jed that he just pissed away $3 million of Jed's money. Final question about Kyle, then we got to move on. There's a lot of examples in sports of coaches who are good. Kyle's good. Who take a team to a level that's high, but can't get them over the hump. And eventually get replaced. And the replacement either does or doesn't take them further. A lot of examples of that. Eagles did it with Andy Reid. And it worked for them. It worked for Andy Reid too. You don't feel that vibe with Kyle Shanahan at all? I mean, he's had, he's had the last four years. 19, 20, 21, 22, everyone said, best team in the league. That team's going to win the Super Bowl. Couldn't get it. 0 for 4. You're really not thinking that he might be the kind of guy who can take you right to the doorstep but can't get through? That hasn't crossed your mind? Uh, I don't see a fundamental issue or I guess a, or an issue. What about the quarterbacks getting hurt all the time, Larry? What are you talking about? Well, is, is, that, on, is that on the head coach? Who's the common denominator here? Well, but I mean, Mike McGlinchey? Is, is it on the head coach? I mean, every team that doesn't win, Belichick didn't win. Is it on Belichick that they didn't win? I mean, or is it on the personnel evaluate, evaluation? I mean, I don't know. I thought we all said I'm, the, the I'm Niners had a stacked I team. Credit, I credit players. Okay. And I blame players. Okay. And fair enough. Me, fair enough. A lot fair of enough. times the answer comes down to I think I don't think Kyle Shanahan wins because he's magic. I don't think Nick Sirianni is going to win because he's magic. I think Nick Sirianni may win the Super Bowl because he's got Howie Roseman who built. Howie's really good. I was kind of I was kind of underwhelmed by Nick Sirianni and that coaching staff. Like they're a really talented team in Philly, but like they're as a really coach, they're what do they do on offense? They run the zone read. They like what do they do? like? They're a very vanilla team over there, but good team, really well put together. But I mean, deep. I mean, deep, really good talented, scrimmage, better than the 49ers this year on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. All right, let's so move on. I, I see it as players. Now, okay. okay, let's take a look at Kyle's run. They they went in, they started, they said, you know what? We're going to go with Hoyer early because he felt like, I got a six-year deal, man. I got time to set this up. I'll build up the defense. So that was a mistake because that draft included Mahomes and Watson, and they missed on both. But they never really evaluated them. And, and I believe that. I believe them when they said that. So then they go Hoyer, failed miserably. Then they draft Beathard in the third round, failed miserably. So I'm not sure if Kyle has an eye for quarterback talent or not. If his pick was Beathard, I would say not. But they didn't have the quarterback. Then they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo seemingly never – I mean, he's got some good traits. He was better than what they had, but not a Super Bowl-caliber quarterback, kind of a middle-of-the-pack quarterback to the point where you didn't trust him and when he got into his big season in 2019, they got in the playoffs. He looked like a he looked like a you know absolute deer in the headlights, and he ran the ball tons. And then Garoppolo wet the bed in the in the Super Bowl. Now he's been go- now they traded up for Lance. Lance doesn't look like the guy in any way, shape, or form. He's a decent prospect because he's got he's got traits, but he's he's not a quarterback. He has to be coached into it, and I don't know if Kyle's the guy to coach him. Now he finally lands on a quarterback who has the it factor, the poise, the accuracy, the timing. And he gets him hurt, just like every other quarterback he coaches. He doesn't have a good enough offensive line, and he doesn't have a good enough defensive line. You can't – hold on. You can't blame the offensive line for uh, Brock Purdy's injury. 
It was freaking Tyler Croft. I still can't well, believe. But I can blame the offensive line for the fact that the 49er rushing attack, despite all these runners and despite all these receivers and all the balance, they, they didn't run the ball this year like a championship no. running game. They didn't run the ball this year as well as they run the ball in past years. And no. I don't. I think going from Mac to Brenda was a downgrade. And going from Tomlinson to Banks was more of a lateral move. And the right side of their line is just kind of okay. And then Kinlaw was a gigantic hole on their defensive line. And they lost Mosley, who's a number one corner. If you gave them a number one corner, a better defensive tackle, and a little bit better line with the quarterback, Brock Purdy, I think they can win. Kyle will still get the quarterback hurt. Until Kyle Shanahan can prove that he can keep a quarterback upright, they're not going to win a Super Bowl. And I think what's interesting is his number one uh, protege, Mike McDaniel, good coach, went to Miami. And what was his issue? All of his quarterbacks got hurt. What a freaking surprise. Maybe there's something about their scheme that doesn't quite prioritize the protection of the most important person in your freaking organization. Just saying. You might want to think about it, Kyle, Mike, Jed, well, man, John. I will say this. You know, both guys will go empty. They'll 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 go empty and they'll put five in the in the pattern. And they they're and offensive playmaker guys. They're thinking of of exciting play calls and protections. Not not sexy, but I'll say this. I and mean, they'll call seven step drop play action passes with their backup tight end on the best edge rusher in football. They will do that and say, "Hey, that's you got to execute that, baby." But I mean, or you got to step up in the pocket. Tight end. Where's their? Yeah. How about actually end? drafting a tight end other than George Kittle once? We got to well, move on. I'd feel better if they had a better. I'd feel better about that play if they had a better blocking tight end. Instead, yeah. Who the hell is Tyler Croft? What does he do well? He was inactive last week. Literally inactive last week. Anybody could have had him. Street free agent. Yeah. Like. Wh- 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 no cap says should we go after Reddick? He's free agent Eagles. He's going to get so much money. He's going to get so much money. And also, you know what? Reddick is the star on that line because of the way it is, the way it's structured. But in reality, if you go look at the Eagles, they got Fletcher Cox, two-gapper, Linval Joseph, two-gapper. They've got Jordan Davis. They drafted some monstrous bodies inside, and that stretches out their D-line and gives Reddick just an ability to just go crazy off the edge, and that's what he's doing for them. Dustin Dag says, surprise, surprise, McGlinchey gets targeted in loss. Abu Marco 23 says, Fangio might be an option at DC. Have you seen him, Salah, and D'Amico as quality control? Can you compare and share your personal rankings of the three? Um, Vic Fangio is the OG. He's the best. If they can get him, that's who you want. Fangio. Is he? I thought he went to Miami. They haven't closed a deal on it. Is, here's my question with Fangio. Fangio favors a 3-4 front. They have Kosarek. Kosarek has a wide nine four three, you know four three defense. How's that going to work out? Is Vic? I don't see Kosarek changing. They're not going to a three four. It's totally different kinds of defensive linemen. They don't even have those kinds of players for the most part. I mean, they would have to change out like five bodies if they go to a three four. I think they can work it out. So it's still a one gap scheme. It's not a three four. It's not a classic three four. It's still a one gap scheme. You stand some guys up. I think they can work it out. Chance quarterbacks start declining uh, Kyle's dangerous plays. You think Brock Purdy has the – he can't do that. I asked him, hey, Brock, you ever tell – Yeah, you ever say, like, I don't like this play, I'm going to call my own. He laughed in my face. Dave says, oh, yeah, I said it before, said it again, fire Kyle. I hear you, Dave. Casey Cole says – I mean, be, be frustrated with Kyle all you want. 
But let's be real about this. If they fired Kyle Shanahan, it's it's two minutes to seven p.m. If they announced in one minute that they were call, they were firing Kyle Shanahan, there'd be three other NFL head coaches Who cares? fired before midnight. Who cares? Philadelphia fired Andy Reid. He got another job. It was right for them. It was right for yeah. him. They gave Andy Reid a million. It wasn't going to work with Andy Reid. They tried for a, a decade and a half. It wasn't going to happen. It wasn't going to happen. And they and they got rid of him. They won with Doug Peterson. Fired him. Now they're going to win. With, now they're in the Super Bowl with Nick Sirianni. Like you got to be bold. If it's not working, if he's taking you to the level that he can take you to and no farther, move on. I would fire him if I thought he was the reason they were falling short. But I I I personally think. They've made some bad decisions personnel-wise, and they have some holes on their roster. And you saw yeah. them yesterday up close. Every team has holes in his roster. So you're telling me that the, the coach of the year can only win a Super Bowl with a team that has no holes? Well, good luck with that in the, in the, in the salary cap era. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, but you know what? Ultimately, the teams that have the fewest holes win. It's true. Casey Colt says, can't, we're, uh, can't say we're not paying for past sins of not scouting Mahomes. Watson not signing Brady, drafting Kinlaw instead of Wirfs. Bad karma. Yeah, man, football gods, <laughs> stop drinking coffee. So I wasn't cursing. I didn't curse. Matt uh, says, I would love to see a Brady-type leader on our team, someone who will fire off on our sidelines for mistakes made, someone to hold players accountable. You know what, though? I don't know about that because um, it was pretty obvious that him and Mike Evans were just not seeing eye to eye, and I don't know That's that true. Brady screaming at Evans. Uh, That's true. You know, Made them better. Is Ayuk going to ask for an extension this offseason? Uh, he was a first-round pick, which means he's going to have to wait another year. Another year. So, no. Debo could have helped tight end block uh, Reddick on motion. Okay. I'll go watch that. Trey is QB1. Sorry, Larry. Purdy's done in the NFL, says this guy. Come on. Come on. Eric, thank you. Um, Robert, thank you. Matt H has drafting pretty increased the confidence drafting a starting quarterback on day two or three. Maybe they go after Max Dugan, Duggan type four, uh, four year starter. Just saying, or DTR. There's other guys. I mean, uh, the the kid from Florida is really exciting. Um, Anthony Richardson, yeah, yeah Anthony Richardson is six three two thirty, incredibly athlete, athletic. <clears throat> I mean, I'll Jake, say the the one disappointing thing to me about Trey is that his He's athletic, but he does not run. He's not a he's not a runner. I mean, he may have gained eleven hundred yards running in the FCS, but he's as an NFL runner, he doesn't look like uh, an exciting runner or, or an explosive runner. Jacob Mayhew says, "Larry, you smoking that loud pack?" Trey was throwing beautiful balls in Week One till Kyle shelled up in in the monsoon. Says Jacob Mayhew. Loud. I pack. was in camp. I saw a lot of high speed wobbles. Nathan says, Grant, what is your honest opinion about the quarterback situation if Brock can't play? Sign Jimmy? No. Start Trey or sign Brady? I would start Trey. I would stick with Brock, and I would draft the quarterback. Or if you could sign a guy for a million dollars, I'd do that. But this is backups. I would. I, would, I think you can draft starting caliber quarterbacks late. What if, Put them on a good what team. if Trey developed, but developed slowly, and you were going to win like seven to nine games in that range? What I, are you? What then I, what? I wouldn't expect that. I wouldn't. The team is too good. I don't. I don't think he's that bad. I think they could win a lot of. I think they could do what they did with Brock Purdy with him. I think a big reason Brock Purdy succeeded is he didn't have to play until week twelve. Seriously, but we'll see. I, 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 I think that has nothing to do with anything. I think Brock would have played well in week. No, one I think it has a lot to do with everything. Raw week twelve. No, I think Brock would have struggled if he played a week one in, in uh, Chicago with that offense that hadn't played together 
in freaking logical. He looked great in the preseason. He didn't look good against Kansas City. But he operated the two minute drill. He looked like shit against Kansas City when he came in at the end of that game. That was week what seven? He was terrible in that game. Well, no, what he he led a full that in against Kansas City in the fourth quarter. Do you forget he, he led, threw multiple passes that could have gotten he picked? Led a a touchdown drive. Willie Snead dropped the ball in the end zone. Remember, hit him in the hands. Well, other I mean, guys on the Kansas City dropped picks too. He didn't look good in that game, man. I don't know. We'll see. Kane's fan says this game was the epitome of our season. Hopeful for greatness, the quarterback goes down early in the game. Unfortunately, poetic. Good comment. I want the Niners to win the Super Bowl, says Dominic. <laughs> Feel you. Old Man Rock says, love both your guys' channels. Larry, can't wait to listen to you uh, to your pop with you. Grant, grew up on him. Here you go. Right guard, right tackle, nose tackle, DN, cornerback, quarterback. Philly is today's Dallas. Yeah, I think so too. Sheeran Darwish. Thank you. Fish and chips. You missing who wants to be uh, Niners quarterback? Kyle Shanahan. True. <laughs> Thank you. College quarterback. Uh, hold on. Um, Brady. $10. Thank you very much. Jay Talk. Don't worry. We got $80 million decoy in Debo. That's true. Larry hating on Trey Lance because Purdy is done in the NFL. All caps. I don't think he's done in the NFL, but you I'm want him to be. I'm on Trey Lance. I just don't. I just know Grant well enough to know that if they put Trey Lance in there next year and they go 500, he's going to be losing his mind. And so are the fans. The fans are going to be losing their mind if Trey goes 500 next year. I don't think they would. Kyle constantly makes bad choices in crucial spots. Agree. Yeah, but who replaces him? Who replaces who? Kyle? Uh, I, this is the thing about the Niners. Like, this is a really good roster. I feel like a lot of people would want to coach this team. Not if just tomorrow. Jed called you and said, "Grant, we're making you the president, and you can get rid of Kyle. Who you who are you hiring?" I don't know. I would like do a, like a search. I would do interviews. I wouldn't just <laughs> hire a guy. I would like interview people. Sean I mean, do you have anybody in mind that you think is? Superior? I would interview Sean Payton, but I mean, look, like 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 look what the Eagles did. They they didn't. They got they brought in Doug Peterson and Nick Sirianni, guys who weren't exactly well known, and it worked. So I, I I'd be I'd be open minded. You don't have to necessarily so bring in a like big name. Coordinator. I would bring in a, an offensive coach though, not a defensive coach. Right. I would just do it. I would just call Harry Roseman. Howie, what should I do? You tell me. I'm Jewish. Come on, help me out. <laughs> Matt says last comment. Reddick and AZ was trash. Put him with the loaded Eagles front. Amazing. Maybe Bosa needs a better supporting cast. Great content. Yeah, supporting cast helps. Also, Reddick was playing like inside linebacker in Arizona, right? Well, that's yeah, that's a great point actually. That last one because when you when you have a guy that you don't have to block on your defensive line, like a Kinlaw, uh, you know what? There's more more yeah. ability to focus on the guys that you do have to block, like Bosa. I, Philly had a bunch of guys you had to block, and that freed up Reddick. If the Niners had a better, if the Niners had a a divorce Buckner in his prime, an interior rusher of note, they did. I think they Bosa traded him though. Be better. They had him. They traded they him. him. They Took him. a pretty miracle to get Kyle over 500. Ouch! Says Amelia Sports Report. Ooh. Ethan M. says he should focus on being a head coach and hire an offensive coordinator. I'm available. Larry is too. I think we could do it. OC. Vicky says I'm a lifelong Niner fan and my gut tells me Kyle will never win a Super Bowl as a head coach. I, it's a, it's a, I, everyone watching, tell me, what does your gut say? Yibe says Purdy seems incredibly selfless. How much possible value has he added Trey? Hundreds of conversations of studying film together. I feel like Trey could come back with a slightly higher football IQ. That's a good point. That's a good point. I think... Purdy is exactly the kind of player that Trey needs to study to see the nuances that that Brock uh, you know performs every week. Jay Talk says Kyle said from his angle in the stadium wasn't enough proof at the time that it was incomplete. He said better angles weren't shown till too late. You know what you could have done? Call 
a timeout. Here's the other thing that uh, Kevin Seifert on ESPN wrote this, that if there's somebody watching that in the booth, they don't need the, they can make an adjustment from the booth. So why didn't, why wasn't the adjustment made from the booth? Good question. Miguel says, Kyle, the QB killer, Kyle, the human lawn chair fold nicely. Kyle be listening to Drake music way too much. He has trust issues. Kyle, the PO one and three SB, uh, O and two. That was, uh, that was a bar. That was, that was poetic. Aaron Hutchinson says, Kyle Shanahan should be fired. He is just like his dad, injures his quarterbacks and his running backs repeatedly choked in Super Bowl versus New England, choked versus, uh, choked versus Kansas City, choked yesterday again. He could have risked Purdy's career. He is no head coach. I feel you. And what's crazy about what, what happened yesterday with, with Purdy is he went back in the game. He threw a pass with a torn UCL. That's crazy. Now, they but didn't know it. I'll stay in the running back thing. Wow. I think when you prioritize speed and getting to that's the gonna edge happen. with your that's running gonna backs, happen. it's going to have some fragile running backs. Carol T says Kyle isn't ready at the beginning of the game or the season. I've noticed that. Although at the beginning of the season, it was time for a different approach in training camp. I think so. Ominous 24 says, just imagine what winning head coach of the year would do for Kyle. It's, it's coming. It's coming. He's going to win that. You think I bet so? You. I think I it's do. going to Dayball. Oh, fair. I can see that. I mean, I would vote for Dayball. Thanks, well, guys, for all the good coverage. That's just Larry. I give bad coverage. Larry gives good coverage. Funny Money says, on hood, JJ better, uh, better not show his face in the Bay. JJ? Oh, don't say that. Josh Johnson? Come on. I feel oh, bad for on, Josh. Man. He's in a terrible situation. Bro- he come and on. Jo- I did an interview with him a few weeks ago, and I really like the guy. He's a great kid. Yeah. Tech kid. Yep. He's been in the league forever. He's 37 years old. Yeah. 37 at this point. Yeah. But um, that was just, that was that was not his spot. Uh, RWJ all day says, can Larry give a legitimate reason on why he wants to trade Trey so badly? He played three, four games. I don't want to trade Trey so badly, but here's my, here's my theory. You, you, you people. No, uh, the Bay Area, the players, the coach, the the fans. Nobody has the patience to sit and watch Trey go five hundred and slowly but surely learn all the nuances that it takes to succeed in the NFL as a quarterback. We all, it all, it sounds fine, but he loses two games and people are going to lose their minds. And I watched the guy throw. He throws rockets, and he completed 50% of his passes in every game except for one. So there's development that needs to go on there, and I'm ready to wait for it, but I don't think any of you are. So that's why I think trade him. Dave Barclay says, been wearing red and gold since 82 was a different standard in the late 80s and 90s. We have never looked scary since, what, 96? Dave, I feel you, man. I feel you. This this team feels like – I don't like this Niners – they just kind of strike me like the Houston Rockets with James Harden. Like, what are you puffing your chest out about? You haven't sealed the deal yet. You've been together for five years. You can't get it done. Like, be champions first before you talk and act the way you do. They just seem like bullies that get punched at the end of the season. What slapper would you pick to describe Sunday's game? You played me by D'Lo. How about that? You know what I'm talking about. Uh... I think that might be the end of the line. No, hold on. One more. Uh, you're the you're one of Kyle's very few critics. I bet he can't stand you. Has he ever insinuated that? No. To Kyle's credit, um, he doesn't like being questioned in a press conference. But if you don't question him, he gives you really nice answers. He's not petty. Um, I'm cool with Kyle, but I do try to. I did ask him about that play, and he wasn't really. 
excited to answer about it. All right, we'll answer the, the rest of the Super Chats in a minute, but this is becoming a very late, long show. Larry. Yes. Is the future bright for the 49ers despite this really painful loss? Well, you have to have a quarterback. So is Brock Purdy seriously hurt? And is he going to regain his skills? If the if it if he's seriously hurt and he's going to be diminished, no, there the future is not that bright for the 49ers. But I think he probably will make it back off this. He'll probably recover. Um, and I would say the future is very bright then. Why? Because the 49ers in this offseason alone and the, over the last two offseasons have added a lot of talent to their organization. They use this year as a big development year. They got about 20, 20 25 guys who are developing, who are going to be players, I believe, going forward. From Danny Gray to Drake Jackson, from Marcelino McCrary Ball to Kalia Davis, from Nick Zakel to, you know. Jason uh, Poe. Jason Poe. They, they yeah. have yeah. A, a good good depth. They've added a lot of players. All those players are improving. Um, so I think they're in a really, really, really good spot, but they need some foundation pieces and they have to have a healthy quarterback. And if they don't have a healthy quarterback and they can't add those foundation pieces, they won't go. They'll be a good team that wins eight or nine, 10 games, but they won't be a Super Bowl caliber team until they have both the quarterback and a new defensive tackle, a couple new offensive linemen, maybe a true number one corner, uh, maybe a true number two tight end. They've got some holes. I always look at it personnel wise when their personnel is the best, they're, and and Philly's personnel is the best. Yeah, and that's why they're is. going. That's why they're the best team going to the Super Bowl because their personnel is better than the Niners. Yeah, although I felt the Niners beat themselves in this game. The the miss challenge, uh, that ridiculous pass protection uh, assignment. I felt like they beat themselves, kind of like how Dallas beat themselves the week before. But to, I agree, Philly is a better team, and that's why better. I picked Philly to win. They're a better team on paper for sure. That being said. Philly's got a ton of free agents this year. They're going to have to give Jalen Hurts a, a huge contract extension. I feel like this might be the best Philly team. That next year they might be a little bit worse. And they could downslide. And the Niners, on the other hand, could get better. Although Brock Purdy tearing his UCL kind of changes things. But if they don't bring in Brady, they could supercharge their offensive line, their defensive line. And if they get good quarterback production from their young guys... They could have the best roster in the league right there. They could have a team with no weaknesses, to your point. No holes. One thing to factor in is that I believe the last five years, there has been one team in the Super Bowl every year with a quarterback on a rookie deal. So that tells me loudly that that's the way to do it. Yeah. I mean, you got to get your quarterback on a rookie deal, and then you got to surround that quarterback with a lot of players, and then that guy's got to fire. So they got a quarterback who they think can play at a high level on a rookie deal. Now go surround them with a Super Bowl caliber roster. They got two, and they have surrounded them with a Super Bowl roster. So it's on Trey. Dude, Trey, you've had two years. He wasn't healthy. It's on you, man. Yeah, absolutely. Personally, I'll ask you this question. Do you think if Brock Purdy had been healthy the whole game and gotten through the game, would the Niners have won it yesterday? Well, I picked picked the Eagles to win that game. So not necessarily, but they would have had a, a legit chance. Again, the Eagles were kind of underwhelming. They were kind of underwhelming. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's hard to evaluate yesterday's game for a lot of reasons. One, the Eagles shut it down when they saw the Niners had no quarterback. Yeah, they didn't really. They, they, they were they were playing safety first offense. Safety right. first. 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the Niners offense, they lost so badly in the trenches, it's hard to say that Brock Purdy could have overcome that. I mean, he didn't. He freaking didn't. He got hurt immediately. So, hard to say. Wesley Brooks says, uh, Kyle's Andy Reid and will win a Super Bowl. Andy Reid went through the same thing. Just keeping, uh, just keeping getting there. It will happen. But the thing is about that is like, do the Eagles regret firing Andy Reid? I don't think so. Probably I think it was the not. right move for both for both parties. You can't really say you're smart for firing Andy Reid. He's the best coach in football. They right won now. a Super Bowl like four years later. Right. It worked. But then they had to fire that guy. And, and now they're back in the Super Bowl against all, Andy Reid. All the while, Andy Reid has established – to me, what Andy Reid has established in Kansas City has elevated him – from the Andy Reid that was in Philadelphia. So they weren't smart for getting rid of Andy Reid. Whoa, 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 whoa. What if they beat Andy Reid in the Super Bowl? Then they have two Super Bowls and he has one. I think it's a very intriguing storyline. I think, I think there's Reed comes – they get, they made it – Around in the Super Bowl. Are you sure? I love Kansas City in the Super Bowl. You sure? Yeah. Okay. All right. They, they got a quarterback who's not 100% healthy going against that pass rush. We shall see. We well, shall see. No, we shall. See. I'm the only thing. That's a serious pass rush game. It would it would have to be because they have so many injuries. But the Mahomes that I saw yesterday and with Reed calling the plays. I mean, Reed made Chad Henney look okay. All I'm saying is the Eagles gave Andy Reed at least 15 years to win a Super Bowl. He couldn't do it, and yeah. they fired him and won a Super Bowl in, in the next four years. First Super Bowl in franchise history. So I mean, it wasn't necessarily the right, the wrong move for them. It was definitely the right move for for Reed because he got to go and get Patrick Mahomes, but he wasn't going to get Mahomes in, in Philly anyway. It's interesting. At a certain point, I feel like was McNabb, right? Was was he Vic? Ever... Vic? Yeah. yeah. I I I I don't know. I mean, all I'm saying is I think it's fair for an organization to look at a coach and be like, you know what? I don't think he's going to get us past this point for whatever reason, and move on, even though he's good. Even though he's good. Maybe it's because I mean, the, the locker room has tuned him out, right? If you've been there for 15 years, your message, if you've been there for 15 years, I mean, Bill Walsh said this, eventually players just tune you out. That's so, true. And I'm not uh, saying they've tuned out Kyle. It's only been six years. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't mind up. I don't mind getting rid of Kyle. I just need to upgrade. And I don't see an upgrade out there, really, that I know is an upgrade. Yeah. If I thought there was an upgrade, I would actually advocate for for that upgrade. But I don't see an upgrade. Is Nick Sirianni an upgrade over Kyle Shanahan? No way. I don't think sure. so. I'm pretty sure. I mean, he's not even. He's not the offensive play caller. He's not the OC or the DC. He's just like Bobby Bowden running around with a clipboard. Yeah, but isn't that the issue with Kyle though? Like, he's a great OC, but what about the head coaching part? Well. I think Kyle could use Kyle needs to make better decisions in game clearly, and that you know um, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. And the Niners claim they have people who are in his ear and talk to him about timeouts and everything else. You know, I, I it hasn't. He's 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 fallible. He's fallible. So Jacob says Larry stop defending like, Kyle. Excuses, I think, excuses. I don't think he should be fired. Fortnite's daddy says bummer about Purdy's injuries. Lance QB one. I think he is, but there's always Brady and, and Jimmy lurking out there. I don't know what, what Kyle wants to do. There's nothing about Trey Lance's performance to this point that would make me confident that the 49ers would win a Super Bowl with him as quarterback. It's all projection. If you want to project, he's got some nice traits, but there's a big difference between nice traits 
and getting it done on Sundays in the NFL. That being said, his traits are very similar to Jalen Hurts, and they and committed Mahomes. to that. Brady Willenker says uh, Brady's deal can be structured as three years with the last two years voidable. What the Bucks did, like three years, seventy-five million, first year uh, salary, twenty-five million in the form of signing bonus, so cap hit $8 million. So they could they could get him for eight million and then get rid of him, and that's it. Well, I mean, if if Tom Brady came here, it wouldn't be a one-year deal simply because they're going to want to structure it in a way that's favorable to the cap in the present. But um, so there's no way he would be a one-year deal. It would be a multi-year deal with that spread out, just to Love, have the ability to absorb it on your cap. Love y'all. Kyle needs Tom to show him how to win. Yeah, I think uh, Kyle would probably protect Tom. Knew Kyle would get Brock hurt, but that was fast. Yeah, it was an, it was a land speed record. Um, I feel bad for Brock. Did you guys see Baldy's clip on Kinlaw? He got to go. I did see that. Uh, Grant update, Vic Fangio signed with Mangia, oh, with Miami. Oh, well, there you go. And by Kyle, the way, the last eight seasons, Kyle, I mean, uh, Grant, the last eight seasons, the 49ers have had one quarterback play the entire season one time, 2019. It's not, that, that's like Cleveland Brown stuff. You, you can't win that way. NG49 says Kyle Ziggs when he should zag. O-line overachieved then got exposed. Brock is nice, but his size scares me longevity-wise. I need some to see more Trey first. Well, I think we're going to get to see some more Trey, at least early in the season. McGlinchey should be back up tight end. Ooh, that's really correct. PL Stamp says, got to play Lance to see what the kid could do. If he gets hurt again, plays bad or plays good, at least we get the book written and we can go from there. That's a fair point. But you Just- can't give Lance, so I don't know if you would agree with this. I don't think you can give Trey Lance an entire season of 49er football and just say, we're throwing this season away and going with you and anything that happens, happens. Nope. No way. I don't think they're throwing their season away by playing Trey Lance. I don't think he's that bad. I don't know what you think you've seen in four starts that makes you think he's going to be a total bust, but I don't think he's that bad. I I see a guy who doesn't have really any touch on the ball, who throws rockets, who throws a very difficult-to-catch ball, who doesn't have the speed to get to the edges who doesn't read coverages, who doesn't seem like he's ready as far as... You got all of that from four starts? Four. Well, I got all of that from how many times he tucked the ball away in camp. I mean, when you when you watch, when you you see an entire play in camp and tuck it, that's on the quarterback. That's not what you want to see. That happened 25 times in training camp, Grant. 25? At least 25 times. He went back to pass, surveyed the field and tucked it and ran. That's not what you want to see. Their quarterback is about timing, tempo, touch. He he's a great prospect as far as intelligence, athleticism, desire, how important football is to him, but as far as on the field, haven't seen it yet. Haven't seen him operate with any consistency on the field. Well, that's cuz he's played Even four games. in the games. game against Houston. Bad first half, great second half. Brock's had games like that. The whole game. Okay. Well, maybe if he gets a fifth game, you might see it. Yeah. I need he's to see four. more. I need to see more. But also, if by chance he's a 55% completion percentage guy. With where, would, where would Philly be right now if they never committed to giving Jalen Hurts a chance and said, I need to see more and just went with Carson Wentz the whole time? Where would they be Jaylen right Hurt? now? 
Why is he Jalen Hurts? Jalen why Hurts. Is he- yeah, why is he why is he going to be as good as Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts played in Alabama uh, and played a lot. What was what were Jalen Hurts' numbers when he was twenty two and twenty three? What were his numbers at, at, at Philly when he was twenty two and twenty three? He like fifty three. That he's going to develop this way, and he and to this point. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if Philly had said, if Philly said. Well, we didn't see enough from his four starts as a rookie. He only completed 55% of his passes. We need to stick with Carson Wentz. They would not be in this situation. They took a leap of faith. They committed. And and the Niners haven't. So, it, it, I'm committed. just saying. Wait, wait. The Niners committed. They absolutely committed. They gave him the keys to the kingdom. He was going to be the guy this year. How can they, they, how can they committed in the sense that... The Niners it, committed. They told a, a guy who's quarterback the team that appeared in the Super Bowl they said hey buddy sit it out we're going with Trey that it doesn't get any more committed than that you had a Super Bowl no it doesn't because they kept Jimmy Garoppolo on the team they kept Jimmy on the team the Eagles didn't keep Carson Wentz they traded him and took a salary cap hit they're still paying his dead cap hit and it was the right thing to do because they didn't split the locker room drop himself in a trade so they were they had their bets. They did not stick with they did not go all in with Trey Lance. They never have gone all in with Trey Lance. Justin says Kyle not throwing the challenge flag and then calling a scheme where a backup tight end is blocking the hottest pass rusher in the league needs to be covered more. He got out coached Sunday. Doing the best I can. Larry Lance has played three games without CMC. How can you say he's not the guy? Jimmy played the best ball with CMC. Give him the same respect you give Purdy. Dave Barclay says, we really don't care, Larry. Move on from Kyle, says Dave Barclay. RWJ all day says, Larry, you sound like a fan rooting for Purdy. Purdy is the only answer. I'd trade Jesus Christ and keep Purdy. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ can't throw a spiral. He throws a wobbler. I've heard that. The scouting report on Jesus as a quarterback, three stars. Jerry says, I was standing there in camp, and I'm watching this guy throw. And the same way that I'm watching Brock Purdy throw spirals accurate to players, Trey was airmailing passes that are got to be layups in the NBA in the NFL. You don't get, you don't get, you can't, you have a guy's in the flat, man. You got to hit oh, him. Man. You got to hit him a hundred times out of a hundred times. I'm not saying Trey can't do it, but it's a projection to say that he can, because he hasn't done it yet. Cause he's played four games. Jerry says, here's $2. Christopher says, you give the most accurate coverage of the Niners. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, we're so far by. It's the longest show of all time. Hold on. Goat No Answer says there are 32 teams in a salary cap. You only have a 3.125% chance of winning the Super Bowl in a year. It's going to take patience. Iggy. patience. Yes, patience. Just keep running it back. I think just keep doing the same thing and something different will happen. Thanks for being the adult in the room, Larry, says Color TV. I'm 35. I'm a man. 49ers says, why are we talking about Brady and Lance when Josh Johnson? Josh. Larry talk about Purdy throwing an INT versus Texans. Huh? Marquis says, Eagles started slow with Hurts last year. Then as he got better during the year, they actually backed into the playoffs. Then, well, you get this year. Yeah, year three. Larry, you're wrong. McCaffrey wasn't even there in week one. Truth is, Trey never got a fair chance to show what he could do. Well, he made this year. Casey What's Cole says, Trey didn't, have, Trey didn't have CMC or Kittle on, on Monsu. Just saying. So if Trey uh, comes out next year and he's got all these weapons, how many weeks? How many weeks before people say, well, how come they didn't win? How come he completed fifty-two percent? How come he's? How come you know they're losing games? I, mean, I don't know. Why don't you just let the season play out? I know. I'm just saying. He they took a quarterback based on traits. He he was an FCS quarterback. They took him based on traits. He's gonna get there. 
but it's going to take time. And he has nobody play. that is in this chat has got the patience to endure it. That's what I'm saying. It's hilarious. But you don't know what it's going to look like. You don't know what it's going to look like. You're just assuming that he's going to win seven games if he plays 17 next year. I'm saying, Grant, he's played five, He's played four games. In three of the four games, he's completed under 52% of his passes. Okay, but but you can say the same thing about Jalen Hurts when he was that age. And now look at him now. Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts played incredible football at Alabama and played in the SEC. And it's still That's college. Okay. Yes. Well, he needed time to play, right? LSU. The other guy played against Central Arkansas. I mean, it's okay. not the same level of football. It's college, though. Jake, he, he was on Alabama. He was playing at I Alabama. Like I like Trey. I like Trey. I don't think you like Trey. I, like I don't think you like him at all. I just don't think that any of you are going to be patient enough. I'm patient. Through it. I'm I super patient. Peter King said he'll give him to week seven. What the fuck does Peter King know? About the I'm 49ers. Players, do you think the players, if the, the Niners are going to put together a good roster next year, they've had a good roster every year, it's going to be a playoff caliber roster. If they don't win in the first five or six weeks, then what? You guys are all going to be saying the same fucking thing. Sit him down. He can't do it. This and that. And you're going to be wrong, but it's not going to, but you're going to be right in the moment, but you'll be wrong eventually. Because I think Trey, I really do believe Trey's going to get there eventually. Do you think Trey's going to miss the playoffs? Eventually. You think Trey's going to miss the playoffs next year if he's a starter? What's that? Prediction? You think Trey's going to miss the playoffs next year if he's a starter? Is that what you're predicting? No. Not ready? We just went through the conference, Grant. There's only like three teams in the conference. So I think the 49ers have enough talent to be a playoff caliber team with Trey. But this idea that Trey, who didn't show any of these nuances that we're seeing from Brock, this suddenly just going to all of a sudden show up and have them all? Why? Because you want it to happen? I mean, it's just because they need it to happen? I mean, this is illogical. He either – do you think Trey wasn't trying hard this year? Of course he was. You don't think he was putting out the best he had? Of course he was. So – I don't think Trey played bad this year. He didn't He didn't play at all. Right. So, so I, I don't understand play. what you're evaluating. He didn't play. What I'm saying is – talking about practice? We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice right now, Larry. Not a game. I'm saying that tra- all these practice that that Brock Purdy has shown. Practice. It, Trey hasn't shown those nuances. Not a game. I'm sorry. We got to keep going. This is. I, I have dinner. Dinner's waiting. Talk good about Trey. Not so long ago, Larry. You literally contradicting yourself when your magical prediction about Purdy came right. Man, people are mad. I love Luke. Trey in the on draft day. And and I and I would have gone with Trey. I'm just saying it's going to take patience and time. Fair. And okay. Nobody has Let's not repeat ourselves a million times. Time. Robert Rathman says, "Don't be fooled. Brady don't want the money. He doesn't want the money. I want the money." Nick says, "Love y'all. Kyle needs time to show him how to win." Muweed says, I, "I hope the Niners go strong and getting some O-line replacements, especially 69 trade Kinlaw." Uh, David Hasselhoff says, "Larry only brings up Trey in bad situations. What if Trey started five and zero with CMC and running?" Brock and Jimmy Dink and Dunk plays most and Watson breaks says the Sirianni that ran hurts when the game was over uh 2017 draft pick uh quarterback grow with the team not a DT Gary B thank you man this has been the longest show of all time uh Sirianni kept running hurts even after the game was essentially over imagine if Kyle did that in the NFC championship what would you all say 
Oh yeah, Sirianni sucks, man. He's that's why he lost. I love Trey, willing to take our lumps. Lorenzo Pinto, I, how I wish Jed York was watching this right now. Sorry, love you, Larry, love you, but Grant has a point. Thank you for an amazing journalistic year. Love you. It's, it, Larry's been killing it this year, and this has been a lot of fun. Do you think they regret not re-signing Buckner? No, they never. They never second guess themselves. They should. Today Will this they- kind of injury change Purdy in his career? How serious is it? We don't know. I hope it doesn't. That would be no, a shame. Larry, I wouldn't mind if we have a 500 season, if we turn into a better team the next year. Just saying. You're in the minority. Um, I loved you. Uh, <laughs> I loved you, you bit, but you played me. Thank you. I told you. I knew you would like that song. How big is your window to win a Super Bowl? Well, I mean, I thought it was the Brock Purdy window, but now, I don't know. I guess it's the Trey Lance window. I guess we'll see. Larry's a fan. They got a five-year five window for sure. Wow, in the NFL. Larry, as a fan, I wouldn't mind taking a season off to get better next year. Just saying. Ain't no seasons off. Uh, Grant, can you hand Kyle a banana tomorrow like Denzel Washington didn't remember the Titans? <laughs> 37 versus Tampa Bay, 7-31 to 31 versus Philly Kyle. A word rebuild, Grant. No, we here we going again. Okay. Um, man, I can't believe we're this far behind. AG says, I had a bad feeling as soon as the, the Rocky statue was vandalized when JR80 started flashing his Super Bowl rings to the Philly fans, bad juju. They vandalized what? it? I didn't know that. Come on. I loved when Jerry showed those rings. Andy Reid is a Super Bowl winning coach thanks to Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, and Kyle. Little or Stewie says, Kyle Shane and AR challenged the passing first drive, I think, and Kyle didn't. Difference between coaches. Easy AR, better. Dude, I don't understand what the hell you're talking about. Sorry. Of- I don't know what you're talking about. Jordan Matthews says, uh, Larry, I'm stopped making excuses for Kyle. Six QBs in six years is unprecedented. This doesn't just happen. This isn't just bad luck. Hey, if it is bad luck, he'll fix it next year, and it won't happen anymore. I believe in Trey. We need to be patient. I'm the most patient person in the world. I exude patience. Larry, on the other hand, no comparison. Hurts to Lance. Hurts 40 times, 4-5. Lance 40 times, 4-9. Big difference, major experience to no experience. Time. Yeah, that's not true. Forty. Uh, Brady would have checked out of the uh, of the Purdy injury play. Yeah, Brady would have checked out of the quarterback draw. He would not have run the quarterback draw. No, Delay of game penalties were on Kyle or Josh Johnson. Yeah, I mean that was. Kind yeah, of weird. Oh yeah. So wait, Purdy had none. Josh Johnson comes in and gets yeah. three, and it's on it's on uh, it's on Kyle. Lance started this past season based on what the coaches have saw and got injured. What's changed? Purdy. But he's hurt. Larry's feelings got hurt. You sound bitter fan like a Jimmy fan or Brock. Shake my head. No, nah, he's just sticking to his guns. I, I appreciate it. I need to see more, but don't want him to play. I want to play. He needs to play, but he, he's going to lose games, and then you guys are all going to be complaining. But the Niners lose games at the beginning of the season no matter who the quarterback is. That's what I'm saying. I just want to see what a full season of Trey Lance but looks like. Says, Larry, what you just said was so much crap. How can you see more when, according to you, you can't even put Trey in the game? Lost me there. He just he just addressed that. When do we call players bust after four games? He didn't call Trey Lance a bust. A Larry, you're killing me. Why so negative? Go Trey. You really pissed people off today, Larry. I'm still I'm still a big Larry fan though. I'm still a big Larry guy. There's we all love Trey, but the Trey that we saw was not ready for the level of football that Brock played this year. I mean, if you if you if you think he was, you're wrong. I don't even know any way, any other way to say it. I mean, there's just a there's a million things that Brock did this year naturally that only really come from experience. Yeah, but now he's hurt, he and now it's Trey's turn. College, and now Trey's going to get that experience in the pros. I mean, let's see, let's see. If well, we'll see what happens. Robert says I'm being disrespectful. We're an hour and a half in. I'm trying to wrap this up. Run it back with Josh Johnson, Larry. He can do it. 
Yeah. Uh, The back and forth debate is quality content. We need more disagreements. That's what I'm saying. I think we're doing a great fucking job over here. Um, Trey was used as a running back in those four games. Agree, Skip and Shannon? I'll say this. I don't like the way Shanahan used Trey. I think Shanahan's utilized. But again, he didn't use Trey that way against Houston late in the season. So I I still wonder. If they're going to use Trey, I would rather them try to put Trey in the same offense that they have for their other quarterbacks, and let's just see what he can do. Andy says Skip and Shannon aren't as good as us because we are better. I agree with that. Larry knows what he's talking about. No, he doesn't. Larry's highly overrated. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Humberto says Josh Allen had 52% and 58% his first two seasons. Yeah, and that team believed in the trusted the process. David Hasselhoff, you also run in slow motion. He's patient. Last second sports says trade showed he can step up in the pocket better than Purdy. Did he not? His touch also did improve. Played one game with Kittle and never did with CMC. That's true. He got a point. Niner Boss Talk says, to be fair, Lance has it. Uh, this to be fair to Lance, this wasn't a good situation from the start. Draft the rookie to win and to a win now team. The more you look back, the less it made sense. Agreed. Yeah, timelines made. It's it's kind of like the James it Washington thing. It still doesn't make sense. Well, let's see if they can develop him on the bench. Kyle Shanahan never uh, calls plays the same for Trey Lance like for Purdy. I hear you, man. Preach Krug. Let him know. How are we this far behind? Wait a second. Uh, T. Breezy says, Grant is right. Nine has never committed to Trey Lance fully. Uh, Larry, stop being so negative towards Lance. and Quit talking ah, about Tom Brady. Ah. Trey and Purdy, two good quarterbacks. Good problem to have, says Niners Dodgers. Christopher Hegler. Heng, I can't even pronounce that. Christopher says, Garoppolo was laughing at a game. He probably could have played in. Get rid of him. That was a bad look. Him laughing. I don't. I didn't like that either. It's like, come on, man. You know, don't pretend like you. You. You know, you didn't think you'd be photographed. You knew you'd be I know. photographed. Marvin says, "How demoralizing was the two straight victory formation quarterback sneaks?" Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy my dinner. I'm never getting to dinner. D'Lo Grant, you deaf from the bay. I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you. Um, just a second. I think we're there. Nope. Frank, thank you. Mr. Tierra, Grant, turn your damn mic down. Gay knob on the back. Love you, but you're not playing fair with the volume discrepancy. Sorry, I'm moving it away from me. I'm just <laughs> leaning into it. Damn, dude. So many. Great, uh, Gronk and Brady incoming. No, not not happening. Who, who said that? Texas B, not happening. Not Gronk. Grant, keep eating... <laughs> Grant, keep going. Eat dinner later. The fans need this day after great uh, job, the both of you. Thank you. Bosa, big lie news turned out to be fake. Sorry. What big lie thing are they talking about? What is that? I don't get it. I don't understand. Joey Bosa? Nick Bosa? I don't know. Who's going to replace D'Amico Ryans as the Niners defensive coordinator, Larry? Tell me. Tell me. Vic Fangio. I would. I, 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 first of all, the only reason Vic Fangio would not be, um, you know, going to Miami would be that he would want to go somewhere else. And I think, you know, he's got a great relationship with the Yorks. If you really think that Kosarek and and uh, Fangio could exist together and that Fangio could adapt maybe to a four-man front somehow, some way, then maybe Fangio's the guy. I know the Yorks like him. I know Jed likes him. We know Shanahan likes him. He's a proven coach. You're going to need somebody – who's damn good because D'Amico, you know, is a, a, you know, a significant coach in his own right. So can't just be some guy who, you know, you're given a first time opportunity to, I think it makes sense. It, it From what I'm reading, it's not quite official between Vic Fangio and uh, the, the Dolphins yet. It was reported that it was, but it's not. And I guess to get him, the Niners would have to make him very, very wealthy. 
Uh, well, that's the thing. There's no cap on assistant coaches. So if Jed's all about getting the very, very best, here's one area where in 2023 he can pretend he's he's Eddie D. Because you can pay whatever you want for assistant coaches. So if you want to get an added advantage on other teams, pay more for your assistant coaches and you'll get the best assistant coaches. And like the whole thing like, oh, well, he doesn't fit the wide nine. Forget the wide nine. Like, I don't care about the wide nine. I care about Vic Fangio. Whatever Vic Fangio wants to do, I'm with. And if you remember, when the, when Kyle Shanahan first got the job, his first choice for D coordinator was Fangio. He requested to interview Fangio, who's with the Bears, and the Bears wouldn't let him out of his contract, so he had to go to Robert Sala, who no one had heard of. But if you go back and look, he went to Fangio first, Gus Bradley second, Sala third. So this is a guy that Shanahan has long admired, long wanted to work with, and if he gets the opportunity, I don't think he'll hesitate. But you know what? I will say this. I've talked to so many of their defensive linemen who just swear by Koserik. So you're saying that Fangio, what if Koserik says, I'm out of here? You're saying that's fine, bringing Fangio. I, I bet I bet Koserik would want to work with Fangio. I bet Koserik could do more than just one wide. I think he's more than just a gimmick D-line coach. And uh, you look at Philly. They used to be a wide nine team. Now they're running a Vic Fangio defense. Like you can make the – it's a one-gap defense. It's not a classic Pittsburgh Steelers two-gap, three-four. It's a lot like a 4-3 a in principle. It's just – Guys are standing differently. I I I think they'll work it out. And if I I think if they if Vic Fangio was open to it, they would. And Jed York would pay him. They wouldn't hesitate. Jed York has paid three different, four different staffs, whatever. To he's bought off a bunch of staffs in recent years. So he's proven that he'll pay assistance and he'll pay assistance to get to you know he'll pay assistance off as well. Yeah. Um. Okay, <laughs> let's just finish this up. Did Larry not call Purdy at the beginning of the season? He knows what he's talking about. Hell yeah. Larry's a legend. Did you experience or see vintage Philly fan experience? Nah, I was in the press box. Although, they like started heckling us in the press box, which was funny. They like were turning around, they were like, goodbye! I was like, I ha- I'm working. <laughs> this are such I'm charming mandy. fans. Really charming. La- love you, Larry. Love it. Love it. Tyler says, everyone watched the video. Larry Kruger and Willard interview Mike Holmgren on Jimmy G. When Jimmy resigned, Larry was so pro Lance. Hashtag switch up. Dude, I am pro Lance. I like Lance. I just don't think that you guys are patient enough to endure the development of Lance. And I'm right. <laughs> I'm right. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, this was a quite a day. The Niners lost yesterday. Motions are running high, and Larry and I just put together a great show. So uh, I think we should end it right there. It's 7.40. These shows are getting long, but you know what? There's a lot to talk about these days, and Niner fans are upset, yet hopeful, and I like it. So thank you, everyone. Make sure you guys subscribe to Larry. Follow him on Twitter. You know what I'm having stuff. tonight? Who? Nick Newman. <laughs> I gotta give Nick. I gotta. Nick makes me laugh so hard when I watch his videos. I love that Nick. I'm like, that's it, man. You you gotta stop love by Nick. the live chat. So eight thirty yeah. tonight, about fifty minutes from right now, he'll be on the Krug show. Nick used to write for me at, at SI.com. He used to write for me, and like he, him, he's great. He's yeah. Fine. All right. Thanks everyone for watching. I'll be back tomorrow with my pops, eleven a.m.